Let's talk about the importance of accountability. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, back with some more actionable, practical advice that is going to help you to grow your voiceover business. And this particular topic is one that I've talked about a little bit in the past. You've probably heard me talk about how I think that accountability is one of the most important things that you can incorporate into your voiceover business. Having a system in place that helps you make sure that you are doing the thing. That's what we're talking about today with somebody who is, I consider, an expert in the field. She's a part of three different accountability groups. If you've been following me or the podcast for more than five minutes, then you would know that I am a huge fan of accountability. I believe that it is one of the most important aspects of growing a successful business, and I think my guest today would agree. She's an outdoor enthusiast with a pit bull named Molly, a jazz album I was actually listening to earlier on Apple Music, and her clients include Lysol, New Balance, and Baskin and Robbins. Welcome to the show, Jennifer and Koyak. Hey, thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. I know that you are someone who enjoys a good adventure in the great outdoors. You have said that you enjoy getting lost in different places in New England. So where's yeah. the best place to get lost in New England? My favorite place is the White Mountains, but um, haven't been there in okay. very, very many years due to bad knees. So now it's just almost every state has local rail trails that are flat, but they're woodsy, sometimes go around a pond, and they're so relaxing. I start my day at sunrise at the rail trail or by the reservoir, and it's just just amazing if you're looking for peaceful. Yeah, there's a rail trail that runs. I can I walk just down to the end of my street basically, and I can pick up a rail trail mm -hmm. that goes for days. It seems like, and it's a it is a beautiful yeah. place to go when you you just got to get out of the studio. You need a break. You need a reset. You need a little fresh air or something like that. It's it's really nice to be able to do that. Absolutely, great place to listen to your podcast too. Ah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk accountability. Yeah, let's do it because I think that it really is one of the most important aspects of growing a successful business. But I think it's an aspect that often gets overlooked because we're so focused on things like demos or coaching or performance or online casting sites and getting auditions in and all of that sort of stuff. So let's start right at the very basic. What is your definition of accountability as it pertains to voiceover and being a VOpreneur? My definition, that's a that's a good question. Um, I guess my definition of accountability is doing the thing, to quote Mark Scott, uh, <laughs> making sure you do the thing. <laughs> it's so easy for us, especially yeah. working on our own, to 
you know, all right, now we just talked about getting outside. It's easy to go out and go for that hike instead of do that work. So being accountable is knowing what you have to do and making sure, putting all the tools in place to make sure you do what you have to do. Intentions only take you so far, right? That's right. A, a good goal a good goal that is written down in the fanciest notebook or the most prettiest vision board that is hanging on the wall, it, it only takes you so far. And so a big part of that is just, like you said, it's being accountable to actually doing the things. So let's talk about finding an accountability partner, because I guess really there, there's two sides to the coin. If you're going to be in an accountability relationship, we'll say, there's being accountable, but then there's also holding someone accountable. Exactly. So let's talk about what we need to look for if, we, if we're trying to find an accountability partner who's going to, you know, we, we need the best of both of those things. Right. So there are, I've spoken to people who say they don't need accountability partners because their, their kids are why they do this. They have their reasons why they do this, but we all do. And, but having someone with your like mind, your like goals, and is looking out for you just like you're looking out for them is huge in the success of your business. And just to have that person to, you know, text, I'm going crazy, you know, I'm I know I have to send these direct marketing emails, but I I just can't get off my butt and they'll say, "Okay, let's take an hour tomorrow. We're setting noon to 12 to 1. We're going to sit down, we're going to send those direct marketing emails. We're going to do it together." Just to have that person to kick you in the butt and you are there to reciprocate that as well uh, is has been astronomical in my career. I think you make a very important distinction because, I mean, I'm all about having a strong why. And I think that, you know, I say all the time, like nobody springs out of bed in the morning super excited to run down to the studio and start <laughs> sending marketing emails. It's just not the thing that gets you up and going. Right. And so you need a why that is stronger than that. And, you know, I've got strong whys for why I'm doing this. But every once in a while... I still need to know that there's somebody out there that is going to check in on me <laughs> and ask me whether or not I've done the things that I committed to doing. And and so I think those two things, I don't think they have to be exclusive of one another. I think that they right. probably work better together in harmony, having the strong why. Absolutely. And having the accountability, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you feel better knowing that you are doing everything you can, using all the resources you can for that why. You know, if you find yourself drifting and that accountability partner gets you back on track, you you feel like you are doing the thing, doing all the things you need to do. Right. And it's there's nothing better. So, what are we looking for? Are we looking for another voice actor? Are we looking for somebody in an entirely different industry? Do we want someone that's at the same level as us or someone that is beyond us? Or, you mm -hmm. know, what are the factors that you think are important when it comes to choosing that accountability partner? Those are great questions. And that's something I've learned over the last few years as I've really made accountability a focus of my career. So at first I thought it didn't matter what level you were at. You know, you could be a newbie and you could be have done voiceovers for 10 years and you could still be accountability partners. And that's true. But I think only up to a certain level, because when you're new, you're looking for different things than you are when you're a working pro. Yeah. You're looking for, well, who are the best coaches? A working pro may have a handful of those coaches they've worked with and can have recommendations. But there's, there's less reciprocity 
is that how you say that? Yep. <laughs> when you yep. when you have different levels of of career. So I would say most of the time accountability works best with someone who is at or above your level who will push you and you can push them and you don't feel like one is the t- teacher and one is the student. You are both at the same level trying to advance. Uh, that doesn't mean you can't bring in others who, you know, are further advanced and have um, group coaching sessions with someone that you respect. That's absolutely something you can do as part of your group. But I would say keep it closer to where you are. And does it have to be a voice actor? I don't think so. But I think it has to be somebody who is running a small business. Yeah. So yeah. you could have a friend who owns a yoga studio. Well, they have to advertise and they have to do their books and they have to um, send those, you know, direct marketing emails out to their clients. So as long as it's someone who's running a business, I think that would be fine as an accountability partner. You make a good point when when you talk about finding somebody that maybe is at your level or above your level, because I guess you have to be very cautious that accountability doesn't cross a line into coaching or mentorship, right? And and it becomes more about that than it exactly. becomes about somebody actually holding you accountable. So that's that's something to keep in mind because, you know, yeah. uh, it's not something that you might think of, but you're right. If it becomes too one-sided, then the whole thing falls apart. Exactly. And one of the new things that I thought of too just recently or figured out recently is it's okay to break up with your accountability group if it's not working for you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so if you find that it is a teacher, mentor, uh, mentee, student, student relationship, it's not giving you what you need. It's not personal. Yep. Just it's okay to break up with that relationship, just like you might stop working with a coach if you've gone as far as you can. And there's always someone else out there that you can connect with. Absolutely. We're talking about accountability this week, and one of the areas where accountability can come into play with your marketing is in the form of the follow-up. Making sure that you have a system in place that holds you accountable to doing the follow-up. If you're only contacting your voiceover leads one time and then never reaching out again, or if you're never following up with clients after they book you for a voiceover job, then chances are you are leaving money on the table because you don't have an accountability system that makes sure you do your follow-ups or you just don't have a system to do your follow-ups period and if that is something that you need i've got just the thing for you i have a class called follow-up academy this is a two-hour master class that is going to give you countless strategies for how to incorporate follow-ups into your marketing strategy you have to be doing follow-ups you have to make sure that you are top of mind you don't want your leads your prospects, and your clients to forget about you. If you need a system to help you be more efficient and more accountable to doing your follow-ups, you've got to check out my Follow-Up Academy Masterclass and sign up for instant access now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash shop. That's markscottcoaching.com forward slash shop. Now back to our show. I, I think one of the hardest parts of accountability, and, and from my, I've run numerous accountability groups and been a part of this. The hardest part is actually holding someone to account. Yeah. When they say they're going to do something, but they consistently don't do it. And I think part of society today is, you know, you pat somebody on the bum and say, "Good job, 
whether they've done a good job or not because you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to offend them or you don't want to get, you know, upset them or whatever. Most of us don't like confrontation. But at the same time, accountability isn't really accountability if you just keep giving free passes. So right. talk about some strategies for doing that hard thing of calling someone out. So my favorite strategy is to have fun. So we will have direct marketing competitions. We will have audition competitions where we'll take a week and you have to send as many direct marketing emails as you can or do as many auditions as you can. And at the end of that week or the or whenever our next you know, meeting is, we'll check in and everyone has to give their numbers. So even just having to tell people what you did either makes you feel really good or, oh, I could have done better and gives you that drive to try and do better the next time. So I'm all about the fun. Um, I got into trouble once. Gamifying it, definitely. Uh, I did get into trouble once because I... I was a stickler for making the meetings. And if you miss the meeting, I came up with this whole thing. All right, if you miss a meeting three times, you're out of the group. And <laughs> I was trying to be really tough because I'm not a tough person. And it came off as mean. And uh, so I've, I've adjusted that a little bit. If you have a booking, you can always miss a meeting. But hopefully everyone wants to come to the meeting. But at the same time, and I, and I get that, because this is a struggle for me too, because I run accountability groups. But I feel like if you're going to make the commitment to it, I mean, yes, if you're, you know, uh, an immediate family member dies or is in the hospital, then, of course, you have to miss the meeting. Or, right. you know, if you if you book something with your agent that you have no control over the schedule, I, you know, I understand that. But but if you're talking about an hour once a week or an hour once a month or something like that, I feel like it shouldn't be mm -hmm. that hard to plan around. And so I definitely don't want to come across as the bad guy all the time. Right. But I also feel like as somebody who runs a group, then I'm doing a disservice to everybody who wants to participate if I'm not making sure that the group is made up of people who are absolutely committed. And if you're just consistently bringing excuses exactly. to the table of why you couldn't make a meeting or why this goal has been on your list for six months in a row and it's still not any closer to being accomplished or whatever – I mean, sometimes I think maybe the best thing that you can do for that person is to give them the boot because maybe that becomes the reality check yeah. of, oh, wait a minute. They were serious about this accountability thing. But it's right. such a hard line because you don't want to, it again, is. it goes back to what I said before. You don't want to upset or offend somebody. Right. One of the things that I found is you really need to understand when they are available best. So if you have someone in your accountability group that's a parent, you know, an 8 a.m. or a 3 p.m. meeting is not going to work for them. So it was really, um, yep. it trickled down, or different time zones. So yep. we really concentrated on finding the times that worked best for us. And we found that a, uh, for one of my accountability groups, noontime, lunchtime is the best. For another, we have a 4 p.m. just before the day ends because we have some West Coast accountability partners out there. And it was still, you know, early to mid-afternoon for them. So it was good. So one of the things that I do with one of the accountability groups I'm in, when I reached out to people to join it, was I didn't want to be the leader of this one. I'm a leader of another one. And okay. I thought with this accountability group, we will take turns. So every two weeks we meet and each person in the group runs the meeting I guess it's uh, once every two months, there's four of us in the group. 
So I'll lead it one day, the two weeks later, another person will lead it. And we have to send an email with the Zoom link and the agenda of what we're going to do. And that is also um, part of the accountability is you have to learn how to be in charge of this group. what What are we trying to create here for this accountability group? And it makes it more inclusive where everybody feels they're part of the group instead of just that student or that person coming to the meeting and someone else is leading it. I found that's been really, really wonderful. And we've learned some incredible things. You know, one of our uh, members is great with audio and sound and I'm a technophobe and, you know, but I love spreadsheets like they're blankets and um, <laughs> they they just make me feel all warm and fuzzy. So, you know, we we share the different tools that help us grow in our business, and we have to bring a teachable moment every time we lead okay. a session. What I like about that is it, I guess it gives you a way to avoid complacency. Yes. Because I feel like if you've got one set leader and everybody else is just there attending, it's really easy to just settle into that comfortable position of just showing up and, and attending. And, and when, as soon yeah. as you settle into a position... You immediately lose, perhaps anyway, an element of the accountability. So Absolutely. by mixing up the responsibility, giving people a little bit of skin in the game, right? It makes mm-hmm. them feel like they're invested in it at a different level. That's really smart. I like that. I think that's a good yeah. tip for anybody that's leading a group to to give that a shot. And the other thing is we've all got different experience, different skill, different perspective. Mm-hmm. And so we've all got something to learn from each other, too. Absolutely. And so giving people a, a platform to... To share that, that's really good. So I know accountability comes in in a lot of different forms. Talk about some of the ways that we can try to incorporate into our routines and schedules. Are we are we talking about a group? Are we talking about a partner? Are we talking about a, a combination? Is it is it weekly, daily, monthly? Like what works? Yeah. So I think it's a little of trial and error, finding out what works for you, because not everything does. I have one friend, Rosie Amador, we all love her, know her, that we meet live once a week to do what something that's been on our to-do list and we just haven't done it. We take that one hour, we're on Zoom live, uh, so we see each other there, we're accountable, but we put each other on mute and for that hour, we have to do that work and someone is watching you <laughs> do that work. So that's really good for me because um, it's it's quiet time. You can't get distracted. I know she's right there. You know, we do our thing. But then there are, there's another group I have where it's just so friendly and so comfortable. And you talk about almost the emotional side of voiceover. You know, you're lonely or you don't feel you're doing well or this month has been really slow. You know, there's benefit to that as well, having that comfort group that you can talk to as well. So I think there's, you can have Lord more Lord knows than, we all need therapy in this industry. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think you can have a variety. I'm involved in three right now, and they're com- all of them completely different. So I'm not saying, you know, dedicate all your time. Each Some of these happen once a month, and some of them happen once a week. So it's not like you're taking a couple hours every day out of your schedule, but just knowing those people become so close, you can reach out to them anytime with exciting things to share with them or questions for them and vice versa. Just having a variety of that in, in 
in your toolbox, I think is great. That brings up another very valid point, too. I mean, we've talked about the accountability side of accountability, where, you know, holding people to account, mm-hmm. having to maybe call somebody out if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is the, you know, that's the tougher, maybe the unpleasant side of accountability, which also tends to be mm-hmm. the productive side of accountability. But the idea of having a group of people that you can share your wins with, that's the other side of the coin, right? Yes, that's huge because especially during the pandemic, I know there were a lot of voice actors who their business took off. You couldn't go out there and say, hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know, because so many people were out of work. Yep. And just to to know you have that person to, to celebrate the wins with you because you need that, that, that we need that validation. We do. We do. Absolutely. Uh, just to keep motivated and keep going um, and know it's a safe space. You're not going to offend anybody. You're not going to be really on PC. You just, you really want to celebrate what you have done. And having that group allows you to do that. Yeah, I like that. And I think it's an important distinction too, because I I don't want people to get the idea that accountability is just about, you know, the other expression that I'm often associated with is boot to butt. And, <laughs> yes. and absolutely, that is part of what accountability is, right? but that's not the only side of it, right? I mean, you're building lasting relationships, you're building support groups, yes. you're you're building in a group of people who will celebrate with you when things are going well or who will come alongside you when, when things maybe aren't. And, yes. and that's another really, really beautiful side of this as well, because, mm-hmm. hey, this can be a very lonely and isolating business that we work in. We're in our padded rooms by ourselves all day. So it's nice to know we've got those those people that are there that are with us. So right. I would love to hear an example from your own career. You said you're in several different groups mm-hmm. right now, and, and each one brings something different to the table, and each one has, has different characteristics about it. So give us a, a story or two from your own career about how accountability has had a positive impact on you, whether it's working towards a goal or crossing a difficult thing off a task list, getting you through a certain season in your business, anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will have to say one of the things I've really loved is the original, the OG accountability group I found after uh, vocation in New York in 2019. I had just gone full time and I was terrified. And I said, you know, I'm I see all of these incredible people, you know, Maria Pendolino and Karen Guilfrey, and they all, we all talked about having that person that they could talk to when things weren't going well or, or um, they had a question. And I said, I think that's what's missing. There were a few of us who were in the same boat. We just on the cusp of going full time. So we decided to join, a, create a group. And we started with the fun, the, the audition competition. And I will say that and having the accountability to do the auditions, as many auditions as I can, um, and as many direct marketing touches as I could, was a huge game changer. I know you come in and you're like, oh, I could do that audition. Uh, I don't really like that one. But when you have, you know, a group of people wanting to hear how many numbers you, you know, how much you did, then you are jazzed. and. From 2019 to 2020, my my salary doubled, and I 100% dedicated to my accountability group. Who we ran those contests, we did the work that we had to do, and when we didn't do the work, we encourage each other. You know, you can do this. Just I know it makes your stomach crawl to send that direct email because you don't want to bother anybody, but 
like I think you're the one who said the answer's no if you never ask, you know, <laughs> or they're not yeah. hiring you anyway. So who cares yep. if they don't hire you now? And just to have that encouragement, that group to encourage doing all of that was huge. I, I always say with the groups that I run that part of the reason why they work, which has absolutely nothing to do with me or anything that I do in the way that I lead the groups, is just the simple fact that nobody wants to be the one kid that showed up to class that didn't have their homework Yes. Done, which yeah. sounds, I mean, it's so simplistic, <laughs> but regardless of how you feel about competition or gamification or all of that sort of stuff, yeah. somewhere deep inside of us is that need to not be the one person the last who comes one. that didn't yeah. get things done. Yeah. And that in and of itself becomes a motivator. motivator. And that yes. is a form of accountability. Right. I also, when I first started, just thought it would be fun to give away presents to the winner. So I bought um, tongue twister cards and masks and things like that. And whoever won that competition that month, I would send them the tongue twister cards. Or Now we've said, we've nice. been doing this for three years. We don't need gifts. We just need the <laughs> the knowledge that we are the winner. <laughs> that we are the winner. Yeah. You get to take that with you. <laughs> right. we, we've covered a lot in, in talking about how groups work, what accountability can look like, holding somebody accountable, all of these sorts of things. What's one thing about accountability that we need to understand that maybe we don't? I think you said it. It's not just about the boot to butt. One of the things that has helped me so much because I don't know anyone else around me that's in voiceover, I sit in my office or my booth every day, having those people to talk to you, to encourage you, to that are there on that journey with you and pushing as hard as you're pushing, that's invaluable. It is. It really is. And it's one of the it's one of those lessons for me. I wish I had figured it out like five years sooner in my career. Like, you know, you have those moments when you're like, dang, if I only knew then, knew then yeah. what I know now. Like, if I could have figured out this accountability thing yeah. five years sooner, I could be so much further ahead. Just having mm -hmm. somebody that supports me, having somebody that's going to ask tough questions every once in a while, somebody that's going to poke and prod, but right. somebody that's also going to celebrate. It, it's <laughs> it's all part of the package when you get with the right person or the right group and and, right. and do it the right way, which, you know, it doesn't just happen right. by accident. And I think people need to understand that too. No. There's a lot of effort, organization, trust that, that and respect that becomes right. a part of making a, a good accountability work. And conferences are a great place to find those accountability partners because there's such a wide swath of attendees from new voiceover talent to seasoned pros to, and you're making those personal relationships first. So you're not just reaching out to sending an email, hey, do you want to be my accountability partner? You know, you've, you've talked to them. My last accountability group was formed mm -hmm. at the One Voice conference in August because we just clicked. So find your click. <laughs> well, this gives me the perfect segue into my next question. I know you're going to be speaking at VO Atlanta which is awesome. I'm, I, it makes me very happy to know that there's going to be somebody teaching accountability at VO Atlanta. And I hope that everybody attends a session about accountability because I often say it's it can be the missing link between like if you if you've plateaued, if you're climbing, but you've plateaued, accountability might be the thing that pushes you to the next level. So talk a little bit about 
talk talk about what you're going to be teaching at VO Atlanta. Kind of give us the 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 Coles Notes version or the sneak peek into what your session's going to be at VO Atlanta. Sure. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. So the first half of the session is going to be like what we talked about. How do you find an accountability partner? What do you do once you have an accountability group? What are the things you can try? And then the second half, since the session is called Find Your Accountability Partner, is actually speed dating for your accountability partner in the session. So I I hand out cards with numbers on them and you start in small groups and then you talk for about five minutes. I give you some prompts and then you move to the next group and talk about all your things in, in that small group. And for the for about a half hour or so, every five minutes you jump groups and hopefully you find some people that you know you click with and have the same goals and aspirations as you do and you can reach out to them. And at the end of the session, I have everybody fill out their contact information. And if they give their permission, I present a Google sheet with everybody's information so you can have all their information to reach out at a later time. I absolutely love that because I see posts very often and, and I people email me directly and ask me about, you know, I, I would love to find an accountability partner or do you know of an accountability group that it's available yeah. And it's it's sometimes it's hard because I get it. It's not for everyone. Some people have got busy schedules and, and I understand all of that. So putting a whole bunch of people together in one room in a hotel in Atlanta who mm-hmm. all are looking for the same thing and giving them the opportunity to find it. That's amazing. So I think that's a great idea. I think that's going to yeah. be a really great session. And I hope that it's a really well attended session, too, because I know I know how yeah. important it is and I know what a difference it can make. And I know how. I'm an introverted extrovert, so I'm so afraid to go up to somebody and ask, do you like me? Will you be my accountability partner? You know, and um, maybe they're this great pro, but you clicked with them and they're like, I don't want you. I'm sorry. You know, I don't know. No one's like that in this industry. But, you know, you you have to find somebody who you're going to help and they're going to help you. And it's going to be that mutual relationship. And this is just a great way to get as many people as possible in a room to find those people. And I mean, that's the thing right there. You've already, if you're in that session, you're already amongst like-minded people. So you that's right, half right. the battle already in, in finding them. Exactly. So exactly. Jennifer, if, if somebody's running an accountability group or maybe they're thinking about running an accountability group, maybe they're, they're in one, but they want to try to find a way to make it a little bit better. Do you mind if somebody reaches out and asks for some pro tips or pointers as, as someone who's a part of many groups? Absolutely. Reach out. I'm all about helping people. And I think that's why I love accountability so much, because I look at it as we're helping each other. There's no negativity at all to me in accountability. So yeah, anyone can reach out to me and ask some questions. All right. So how do we find you? I am at jen at soundshinevo.com. My website is soundshinevo. I'm just a breath of soundshine. That's what I say. So uh, (laughs) um, and I'm on Facebook. Jen Ankoiak and uh, Instagram as well. I don't do Twitter. Okay. Well, uh, I'll put those in the show notes if you don't mind. So it's easy for for people to find you. But uh, Not at all. certainly take advantage of it because I, I mean, I know I've seen it Definitely. in my own business. I've seen it in my own career, how important it is and, and what a difference it can make. And so, uh, you know, if you've got an yeah. opportunity to do it, take advantage of it. Jen, this has been awesome. Thank you for your time and, and for the wisdom that you've shared. Yeah. And, and I really do hope that everybody will check out your session at VO Atlanta. Do you know offhand when your session is or what day it is at least? Somebody can find it on the schedule. 
I believe it's Saturday at 11, but they said the schedule is subject to change. So don't quote me on that, but right now. Maybe maybe in flux. But... In flux, right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jen. This has been fantastic. Oh, thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. There's so many great tips that were offered in this episode for building accountability into your voiceover business, participating in an accountability group, running an accountability group, or even just doing something as simple as finding an accountability partner. I hope that you understand how important this is to your business and what a difference maker it can be for your voiceover business. Having somebody there that is going to make sure that you do the thing. Having someone there that's going to check in to confirm that you're taking those steps, working on those action items, crossing those things off of your to-do list, and every day moving a little bit closer to your goals. Accountability truly can be the missing link. If you learned something new from this episode or picked up a tip that you're looking forward to putting to practice with your own accountability group, would you let us know? Please tag me and tag Jennifer in your Instagram stories. You can tag me at Mark Scott, tag Jennifer at SoundShineVO, and I'll put those into the show notes so that you can look them up. But we'd love to know that you're listening and learning. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday VOpreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAm player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOpreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com.